Yeah, at the end, it, it, it's about uh, um, increasing business, mm -hmm. uh, getting more loyal uh, customers as well. So there are different reasons why to do this. And of course, if you can upsell or if you can sell more by adding not only the, the, the payment part, but also lending or insurance or, or other components into that uh, experience, then you can uh, upsell and, and you can also in that create a, a loyalty component as well in, in your. So you can, if you look at the case with insurance where you, you might have a water damage in, in, your, in your apartment or in your house, mm -hmm. then of course you, this cr needs a, a quick process and, and of course you also need, need funds both to, to, to make sure that you, that you can fix the, the water damage. But at this case you can also as a insurer, how can I then add a, a lending component into that saying okay maybe you also want to do this other project and then offer this on top of that. Well, Frederick, thank you so much for joining us here in Copenhagen. It's great to see you and great to meet you. Yeah, great to be here. Thanks for inviting me. Yeah, no, it's a pleasure to have you here. So let's just start the conversation. Tell us a little bit about who you are and what you do. So yeah, I'm, I'm Frederick Neumann. I'm, I'm a country manager for, for WorldPay, uh, based in the, in the Nordics in Stockholm. Um, so I'm driving the whole business for, for WorldPay in the Nordics as, as a focus. Right, okay. and. Um, we, we've heard about embedded finance quite a lot recently. Um, so I'd love to listen to, uh, in your own words, what's embedded, fi embedded finance for you? So embedded finance, it's kind of a, a, a buzzword uh, today. It, it's something that actually exists already. Mm -hmm. um, it, uh, it is something that we already use uh, today and have been using for a while. So in 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 the um, example where you today you you uh, go with a taxi and you want to pay the taxi, then you today can use your app to actually pay for the taxi instead of paying with cash or with uh, with a, a card machine, and that is already embedded finance uh, to start with. So so it already exists in in our lives, and and we have started to frame this as. Uh, embedded finance starting with uh, with embedded payments i would say right, so this is this this element of invisibility of the payment process in other type of activities yeah it's it's kind of it, it starts with that you actually are digitalizing a lot of the, the payment from cash becoming more where you use your your phone or you use applications and you can then uh, see that with with the digitalization, you can embed uh, payments and finance into different uh, solutions. Okay, but we've been using payments outside of, of, of financial services in apps, and we, we're all familiar with Uber or with Vault or uh, Deliveroo, these, these type of services that have the payment functionality embedded into it, and we've been using that for, for a while. So why is it that embedded finance is becoming such a hot topic right now? What's happening that it's that, that is just expanding um, and, and bringing so much momentum into it? I think it's, uh, I mean, th there are two drivers. One is the digitalization, which uh, with digitalization, you have more possibilities. So, so embedded finance is kind of a, 
umbrella word uh, to, to, to a lot of things that is happening in, in, in this business. Uh, so, so digitalization where you can do and combine a lot more of different services, not only payments, but also lending and other uh, financial solutions uh, and products. That's one thing. The, the other thing is that with also the digitalization, you can focus much more about uh, um, enhancing the customer experience. Mm -hmm. So these are the two drivers where you can see that embedded finance, as the word is saying, you embed financial uh, solutions into something else which doesn't need to come from a bank or from, from a financial institution. It, this can be offered like in the in the case of a taxi, the, the taxi company is not a bank or something, but you can embed uh, financial products and solutions into something offered by someone that is not a, a financial institution. Right, so then, if I understand what you're saying, then digitalization has been a main driver just because this is all a technological uh, platform that enables the information to travel from the bank to the non-bank uh, industries that they can offer banking services without being a bank. Yeah, exactly. So, so you can say that uh, with the open APIs, with that you can now simply integrate different types of uh, um, functionality that, that was not possible earlier. You can now then uh, develop uh, a customer experience that is, is, uh, is more seamless than what you could do before. And, and secondly, you can add different uh, components into that uh, customer journey uh, in that. And, and like example, if you, if you today buy something, um, you buy a, a TV or, or something, you can then, of course, while purchasing that, you can offer um, other things like installments and lending and, and these type of solutions while you're buying that uh, uh, either TV or, or if you want to um, have a, you need a new battery for your car, etc. you can then add more as, as a car dealer you can actually add much more in that process where you can then offer a more expensive battery which maybe is more environmental uh, etc and with that you can both give uh, the, the consumer the possibility to buy something else and you also then then have a proposition and and, and more loyalty in, in that right so i, I think we've been seeing companies almost racing to see who can offer the most seamless and the most frictionless experience. Um, would you say that, that embedded finance is, is becoming so popular because precisely the, com the competitive arena is now taking place at the customer experience level? Yeah, I think, yeah, exactly. I, I think it, it's all about the customer experience and with digitalization, with, with the, 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 the COVID crisis, uh, we have seen a, a a, a much quicker development into uh, commerce or e-commerce and, and digitalization. So we know that we need to develop these type of solutions or the merchants uh, and, and the dealers need to do that. And this, this goes cross, cross industry. So you have also the, the insurance area where you also can include a lot of these type of uh, new possibilities. All right, uh, but then the question I have is, embedded finance, it's, it's in the word, it's, we're talking about financial services, but why should businesses outside of finance care about embedded finance? 
Yeah, at the end, it, it, it's about uh, um, increasing business, mm -hmm. uh, getting more loyal uh, customers as well. So there are different reasons why to do this. And of course, if you can upsell or if you can sell more by adding not only the, the, the payment part, but also lending or insurance or, or other components into that uh, experience, then you can uh, upsell and, and you can also in that create uh, uh, a loyalty component as well. In your, so you can, if you look at the case with insurance where you, you might have a water damage in, in, your, in your apartment or in your house, mm -hmm. then of course you, this cr needs a, a quick process and, and of course you also need, need funds both to, to, to make sure that you, that you can fix the, the water damage. But at this case you can also as an insurer um, look at okay how can I not only pay out something to kind of fix the damage but how can I then add a, a lending component into that saying okay if you anyhow will, will will change something in your apartment, in your house. Maybe you also want to do this other project and then offer this on top of that. So you can then both make sure that you have a, a funding for your fixing the water damage, but also having then money to actually do the other project that you might think of also that you want to do. Okay, so then if I were to be a business owner and I hear this and I, I would say, well, yes, of course, that it's, it's, it's a, it makes, it's a, it's, a, it's a very compelling business case of why I should be thinking about embedded finance. What should I be concerned about in terms of challenges when thinking about implementing embedded, uh, embedded finance into my business? Yeah, I think you need to start by, by looking at who are your customers and what do you actually want to achieve. <laughs> I think it's important to, to make sure that you give first the customer a, a, a great experience. So, so in the case of uh, doing something, uh, if you can reduce friction, if you can take away some paperwork, if you can reduce uh, that by introducing more of a digitalized uh, solution, on top of that, you can then look at, okay, how can I also in, in that case offer additional uh, financial products uh, um, to be able to help them um, uh, and, and offer them something that you can't offer today based on your, let's say, analog process versus the, the digital process that you then um, will, uh, will introduce. Right, and they, they say that innovation waits for no one, right? So I guess this means that if I, I operate in an industry that traditionally has not been very innovative and perhaps where digitalization has not fully reached its full potential, then that means that I would not be able to benefit from all the developments that are happening on the embedded finance uh, side. Yeah, I think you, you need to be a bit uh, outgoing in terms of uh, be a bit interested in, in looking at this. This is a very exciting space and, and I think this is where, let's say, this is no longer something that only the banks uh, uh, should do. Uh, also, other companies that are not today maybe involved in the, in the financial sector should also benefit from this by the fact that today uh, there are 
then platforms and solutions where you can easily integrate that in, in a digital way. Okay, then let's switch gears and I'd like to know a little bit more about WorldPay. Uh, tell us what, what does WorldPay do and what's its core value proposition? So yeah, so, so WorldPay has existed for, for a long time and, and uh, we are today the, the world's largest acquirers. We do a lot of um, things in the, in the payment space and, and digitalization is, is, is part of our DNA. We, we, we work a lot with uh, helping our customers to add initially the, the, the payment component into the, the architecture. So this is uh, one piece of, of things and, and in that it, it's not only about the, the, the acquiring where you can take payments, you also need to make sure that you can also send payments to either your customers or to your suppliers. So we have a lot of different uh, uh, components in there and, and the scenario that we are looking at now where we talk about real-time payments mm -hmm. and, and real-time money transfer, that's a very interesting topic because we are building also infrastructure to make sure that you as a, as a merchant can send money to your, your customers and suppliers within uh, uh, 30 minutes, which means that they will have their money through the, the bank relationships and through the, the connections we have with Visa MasterCard. And this is, this is very powerful and that is the, the infrastructure together with the payment piece that we can, that we can enable. Fredrik, uh, a moment ago you mentioned that WorldPay is the, world, the world's biggest acquirer. But for those of us out there that might not know that what, what's the role of an acquirer, can you explain that for us? Yeah, yeah, sure. Uh, so, so we have a relationship with Visa and MasterCard. And, and what we do, we have a license to make sure that we can handle the payment piece for Visa and MasterCard when uh, merchants want to handle payments. So we simply collect the money from the, the uh, card holders and make sure that the, the merchants get it on, on their bank account for, for Visa and MasterCard. So if I understand this correctly, embedded finance is the umbrella term that uh, under which many of the services that WorldPay provides fall into. And can you tell us a little bit more about how WorldPay is thinking about embedded finance in general? Yeah, exactly. It starts with, with the payment that we can integrate into the, the, the embedded finance. You can also transfer funds uh, and, and then adding then on top of that uh, lending capabilities, installments, and there will be more. Uh, you can also add, if you're an insurance company, you can add an insurance components into this as well. So you can have a, a flow of different things that you can offer in, in, a, in a seamless way. And, and where do you see the biggest growth potential in, in these new developments? It, it's, uh, I would say, in, in, in all areas. I mean, if, if you look at where you, you digitalize more or less in, in all aspects today. You, you go from paperwork uh, to actually doing it uh, uh, digital. Mm -hmm. And this is, this is where the, the, there is a big movement now, especially due to COVID. Uh, a lot of companies have uh, understood that, yeah, we need, to, 
we need to actually go into the digitalization of, of uh, uh, the solutions. And with that, uh, there is a big potential both to reduce cash, but also to, to make the processes and, and the offerings much more digital. Okay, so uh, as we see, embedded finance is, is really gaining a lot of momentum. Everyone's talking about it. What do you think the world would look like five years from today when embedded finance is no longer a trend and it's just basically embedded everywhere and it's part of the, the mainstream activities from all industries? I think you will see much more um, uh, services which we do today. Uh, it takes a long time for sign up to, to services. To do a, a lending uh, product today might be quite uh, complicated today uh, looking at different, different countries around the world. I think tomorrow you will see a lot much more which, which can be done without uh, uh, the analog process that you have today. So tomorrow you will have a combination of things. It's not going to be just you, you can only pay you or you can only do the, the lending piece or you can only sign up for an insurance. I think you will have much more integrated solutions where it is uh, uh, digitalized at all. And, and that in a, in a combination, depending on what type of business you drive, you can then include this um, in your offering. So not only banks or financial institutions will be able to offer what we today define as, as uh, financial services. So you can, an insurance company, a, a, a grocery company, or a, or a taxi company, or a car dealer, they will all be able to offer these type of uh, financial services uh, uh, through platforms like the, the Payrix platform that, that WorldPay acquired recently, where mm -hmm. we have a way for us to, to enable uh, then our customers to, to offer that type of uh, solutions in a digital way. All right, and then one, one last question, question because uh, this is clearly changing the rules of the, of, of the game in, in some way and, and basically the, behave, the payment behaviors in the market. Do you see any externalities uh, that either businesses or banks or even customers need to be aware of once these become part of their everyday life? I think you, you, you still need to make sure when you have, um, when, you, when you run a business that you really think about the, the, the consumer, the customer you have, and, and make sure that it's relevant to the, the services that you're offering. So, so it's important mm -hmm. that you look at creating that bond with your, with your customers is, is so important so that you make sure that it really is something that makes sense to offer and include in, in the customer experience. So I think the, the, the focus on the customer experience and, and how you offer something that it really makes sense from a, from a, from a consumer perspective and from a customer experience. Right, well, I think it's great to hear that finally the, the whole customer eccentricity in the industry is no longer just words, but it's actually now been translated into tangible, practical applications. So uh, I think it's a very exciting future that you paint for us, and I'm really looking forward to being able to fully, as a consumer, enjoy the benefits of, of embedded finance. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm really excited myself. It's, it's uh, an interesting time ahead with uh, a lot of these uh, uh, um, digital APIs, which sounds boring, but it's, it's something that will enable 
a lot of companies to benefit from from financial services in in a embedded in and digitalized way. Absolutely. Well, Fredrik, thank you so much for, for joining us and you've given us a, an exciting future to look forward to. Thank you. Thank, thank you for having me. Thanks very much.